Welcome to the Music City Rockstars podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Black, and I'm joined by my co-host and personal favorite Music City Rockstar, Mr. Gary LaVox of the Rascal Flats. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. It's going to be awesome, bro. I'm excited about this new new podcast deal. You? Me too. Me too, yeah. man. I'm excited to bring some of you know Music City's biggest entrepreneurs and, and uh, CEOs, athletes, and just rock stars in our community and uh, really showcase them and, and uh, show them to the world and, um, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it, man. We've, uh, we've, we've both been here for a little while now and, yep. and um, meet lots of interesting people, and I thought that it was time for us to kind of bring our networks together and share it with the world. Yeah, and you know what's awesome, too, is that we know so much about, about these people, but it's just going to be nice that they can you know, open it up and maybe some fans of theirs or whatever will actually get their inside scoop and their inside story, something that they didn't know about. You Absolutely. Know? So people like Tim Tebow and, you know, the list goes on and on and on. But, yeah, we're excited to have our friends on here and, you know, not just uh, music and a- athletes, but, you know, and business and how they got to be a rock star in whatever business that they're running, you know. We really wanted to uh, create Music City Rockstars podcast to create a community uh, around Nashville. There's so many interesting uh, human beings and, and um, you know, just people in this city that have amazing stories that are, you know, on amazing paths in their careers mm-hmm. or, you know, whether that be in their, in their musical career or their entrepreneurial career. And, you know, our goal is really to bring one of each, right? A business rock star right. and also uh, a music industry rock star, whether that be in music business or an artist or a songwriter or a producer. You know, we're going to bring basically Nashville's biggest and best experts to the table in each individual category, um, not only in music, but in business too. And hopefully we can, you know, provide you guys with some information that's going to allow you to help grow your, you know, your life and your business and your relationships and also get some information and some education. And hey, I think we're, we're, we're pretty fun guys. We're going to have a lot of fun doing this thing, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell That's us, awesome. uh, so tell me, you know, obviously, man, it takes, uh, I don't know how many people have ever done it exactly, but I know it's, it's not many, but I mean, to go 25 years in the business in country music and still to be putting out number one hits and selling out, you know, stadiums and, and arenas across America and, and, uh, and even Canada and really around the world. So, I mean, tell me what it takes. What differentiates Gary LaVox of the Rascal Flats? You know, how do you go from, from, you know, a beginner to good to great? You know, what's the difference? There? Well, I don't know. I, I, I've got past the beginner. I don't know about the good and great part yet, but we're working on it. But, you know, I, I think it, in any genre of music, especially country music, it starts, it all starts and ends with a great song. You've got to have it. You've got to have great songs. You've got to be real. You know, fancy right through you if you're not being real on stage or what you're writing or or, or recording, you know, it's just like George Strait, 50, whatever, some number ones, you know, yeah. and he never wrote one of them. So you yeah. don't have to be, you know, a lot of people in, in our industry and in this thing says, you're not a true artist if you're not writing. Well, you t- don't tell, go tell George Strait that. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. George would be like, okay, well, I like being a false, <laughs> yeah. a false artist because yeah, this has been working out good Yeah, it's not too bad of a gig over yeah. here. Uh, hadn't been for him anyway. Yeah, and, and, but, I think you know, and, it's, and it's the fans, you know, it's the fans. It's doing everything in your career to you know because a lot of times when you're starting out you actually spend more time with your fans than you do your own family you know and i mean there's now as as we've went on now we've you know we've we've written and recorded songs that that touch people's lives where they are at that time you know and and how many records have you sold let me cut you off how many records have you guys sold to date like physical records 30 million wow that's unbelievable how many tickets have you sold uh over 12 million and 
can you can you call yourself a beginner one more time? Or like yeah, you said, well, I think I think that's great. I think that's what, <laughs> <laughs> starting you guys are starting to get the get the kick up. So I yeah. I love that and and you know from what you're saying I mean and I've I've been around the music industry obviously you and I have um, become great friends and I've I've got to you know ride on your uh, coattails on tour and meet great artists and and um, you know great writers and great producers and be in that room where you know you guys are are creating that music and um, it's such a just a magical process but I do think that you know there's a lot of songwriters that should probably concentrate on writing songs yeah right yeah and and, just, and there's a lot of vocal you know, artists out there that are great vocally that probably aren't that great of a writer. But I think it's about, you know, concentrating on what you're good at and then really building, you know, building the people around you to to where you have the, you know, the the thing, the it, right? The it factor. Um, It's all about who you surround yourself with. And and about relationships. If you're an average songwriter, you know, surround yourself, try to get with great songwriters. You know, it just makes yourself better. If if you're an artist and and trying to sing, you know, and, and get around great great singers you know sure i mean that that kind of stuff but what's funny about nashville is that you know it used to be just the hub for country music you know if you want to do country you got to move to nashville sure but you've got i mean it, nashville's blown up so much i mean you got justin timberlake here you've got i mean i mean there's there's pop producers there's Kobe people Calais. running tracks every Absolutely. day of this town so yeah. it's 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 not just for the country world it's multi genre yeah, absolutely. Put and, cranking hits out. And, and that's what I think, you know, more people should know about Nashville because they look at it as just that country music town, but it, but it really isn't. I mean, you know, it's a... Yeah, there's a lot of folks that have moved here from LA in the last 10 years because mm-hmm. uh, you know they they found a little bit cheaper houses yeah. <laughs> and uh, and the living expenses were a little bit more affordable and they found that they could be you know one of those things about being in LA is hey I want to be around all the create the best producers the best writers you know in that pop world or New York or um, or Nashville but but realistically man they're just everywhere now and there's yeah. just floods of people coming in from all over the country that are making you know Nashville their home and and um, it's just becoming such a, of a special place yeah so well, I think and there's so many outlets now too because like we just hit just with pandora we're we just hit five billion spins just pandora you know and that there's just so many different outlets so it's so you know, I don't know what Spotify numbers are, but it's pretty cool to get a plaque that says billionaire. I yeah. wish a check would have came to it, but it didn't. But Hold yeah. on a second. So, I mean, so you don't make billions on Spotify? Is that the... Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Right. Yeah, we're talking any... to them. We're in uh, discussions now. Um, so, and, you know, and that's another thing that I think, you know, people, you know, just your your typical listeners, they don't they don't really understand. They look at, yep. you know, when they stream a, a song, they look at it as, hey, I'm, I'm buying your record. But, you know, it's things don't quite work the way that they did 10 years ago, especially yeah. 20 Both years ago. And, um, you know, I, I can't wait to, you know, have some of those Spotify and, and uh, you know, Sirius XM and, and, you know, Apple Music experts and, and yep. um, uh, business folks in here that can really kind of explain their platform, their model, and, and teach young artists that are up and coming how to get exposure and, and, and really how to build their brand. Yeah, and that's a lot of things with new artists is just trying to, how do we get started? Yeah, I mean, that's Absolutely. what I did. When, you know, I'm from Columbus, Ohio, and I would sit there and just be like, gosh, I don't even know where to get started. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I'm, not, I'm never going to make it in Columbus. Sure. You know, and so... And, and I mean, it's not like, you know, most of these artists are, are moving here, you know, with the, with, you know, $100,000 in their pocket to go put out a record or produce something. I mean, it's all about, you know, they move here, they start playing on Broadway, they start playing writer's rounds, they start trying to get mm-hmm. good rights or get a publishing deal. Yeah. And it's about connecting the dots and building relationships. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, similar to, you know, music, business is the same exact way, yeah. right? Um, you know, 
business is about people. Mm -hmm. No matter how you want to look at it, music is about is about people, right? And the impact yeah. that you I mean, can those create. are our employers. You Absolutely. Know? If they don't come to a show, you're not selling any product. You know, if they're not listening, then you're not selling anything. If we're not if we're not doing moves with black tie moving, if we don't have sure. I mean, they're our employers. They're Absolutely. our you without know, them without them we're, we're nothing. nothing. We're just ideas, you know. Yep. Absolutely. That, that never come to fruition. I think that um, you know, there's there's a huge opportunity for us to really get in here and showcase some of the new artists, man. Like, I'll, I'll tell you what, like you know, other than you know, Rascal Flatts and my main like ten all time country music you know favorites, man. I listen to nothing but new music that mm -hmm. nobody outside of Nashville has ever heard before. Oh, and, I, and it's killer. And and I love it. And I feel like I'm the first one, you know, to hear these great songs and to meet these great artists. And and um, I, I just I see it as a blessing and, a, and I see it as a huge opportunity for us to share that with the yeah, world and absolutely. give them a bigger platform to share their music and, and build their you know brands and, and fan yeah. bases as well. So a lot of times you'll be able to hear them here first. Yep, absolutely, and that's what you know. That's what we want to do. We want to. Uh, we're going to have some major country music artists. So we can't drop any names yet. We're not going to do that. No, because we're going to we're going to keep you on the the hook, keep you hanging, and but anticipating. It sounds, yeah, the it next sounds episode. a lot like Hobie Teeth, but yeah. it's not. <laughs> it's not him. <laughs> oh, and what about uh, you know? I, I think when we also talk about you know just the rock stars in, in Music City, I think that you know we also want to look at all the. Um, you know the CEOs and the the entrepreneurs out there that um, you know really make this you know economy and city strive with mm -hmm. their businesses and creating jobs and opportunities for for people to move here and and um, you know go to work right away and and, and have a you know a, a decent job that they can provide a good life to to their family with and um, you know not just that but also in the community I mean the folks over at Vandy I mean mm -hmm. let's talk about some rock stars man those yeah. those folks are saving little kids lives and and people's lives each and every day um, and, and that's pretty amazing so you know we're gonna interview people like that and let them share some of their stories that you know that really we just want you know Gary and I know we've heard them we know the people and we've you know I can promise you if they're coming on our podcast it's somebody that we think a whole lot of and and um, you know uh, we're, we're excited to, to mm -hmm. tell the world you know their story and and you know it's all about these stories are all about lessons and I think that you know no matter how smart we are no matter how much of a business rock star I am I'm always going to be you know um, uh, you know a, a constant learner and learning from other people and and their lessons and, and mistakes and also their their wins and successes um, you know success leaves a lot of clues and the best way to learn and you know become successful you know it's not going to college and getting a fancy degree it's going and finding somebody who's already done it modeling what they have you know putting your own unique spin on it yeah and and you know there's a blueprint to success mm -hmm. you know it's a different blueprint in every industry or every you know within music and within business right? right i mean for me you know i've i've tried a little bit of the music business stuff and it's driven me crazy so yeah. you know there it's a different blueprint i'm not saying there's the same for everyone but there's Zoloft a, comes with a record <laughs> yeah, it sure does <laughs> and uh but you know it's fun and you know i'm passionate about country music i'm a huge country music fan mm -hmm. i've been listening to, to gary levox ever since he was 12 years old yeah. And, right. um, you know, just a few I was, years ago. I was still in my mother's womb, you know, at right. the time, uh, but right. heck I was still, you know, life is a high. Yeah, man. Yeah. So we're going to, uh, we're going to talk to Waterloo Revival a little bit about 
just kind of your journey, the boys. how you yeah, made it sure. to Nashville. And, sure, and speaking of Toby Keith, Waterloo Revival is actually on Toby Keith's label, Show Dog. We are. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's one of the coolest things about getting to know you guys, Dustin and Gary, um, was that Gary kind of came up on a pretty similar path um, to what we're trying to do right now. And, you know, we hadn't had our number one yet. We've had a couple of streaming hits. We've had some success on XM. And I think that, you know, we're just kind of fighting like every new artist to get our foot in the door in Nashville. And we've been recording music and stuff. And um, one of the cool parts about Toby was he wanted to take a flyer on some new artists because he's been there. You know, Toby started playing honky tonks in Texas and he knows what it's like to grind it out and he knows what it's like as a songwriter and uh, I think he appreciates that about new artists mm-hmm. and um, that was one of the things you know Toby took Rascal Flats out when they were just coming up sure. and I think he recognizes work ethic I think he wor- recognizes songwriters and I think he recognizes genuine people sure. and you know um, what's funny you know, it's exactly the same story but Jay and I and Joe Don we were playing a little club here in Printer's Alley in Nashville the Fiddle and Steel Guitar Bar yeah, yeah man and so before we even got signed to our deal Toby and McAfee and all those cats when they'd get off the road they'd come in and, and just kick it with us and <laughs> and they'd you know they'd come and hang out the fiddle and stuff and so yeah, we met dude. Toby before then so he, he did he appreciated our work ethic because we were in there just grinding yeah you know? man sure. and I think that's one of the things that it's it's a rare thing in this town we talked about how egos can get in the way a little bit and mm-hmm. I think one of the benefits of our genre is it's a moral based genre which is pretty awesome mm-hmm. so you don't see a lot of huge egos in country I'm not going to say that you never see them because we, <laughs> we've, we've all seen our fair share but I think that in the crew that we kind of try to run with that's been the case and so, you know, we got to, Toby approached us, we signed a record deal with him and actually got to go out on tour with him for two years, mm-hmm. which was unbelievable. We learned so much from... You know, what's that like going from, from <laughs> you know, a, a local band in Austin to get signing a major record deal in Nashville and going on tour with Toby Keith? I mean, that's just got to be... Uh, an incredible feeling yeah. but like you know almost I mean were you were you nervous we had actually were you, were you, we'd were you actually to death? never even toured before like we wow. were we done like, like central Texas and up to like Oklahoma line yeah, yeah. Like pretty much stayed in Texas so y'all were just playing Arkansas by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. but, hey careful now but okay. basically Rogers, family. get some rivers and little rock <laughs> out of Austin you know at, at our point in time obviously a lot of greats had made it out of Austin George Strait sure. Willie Nelson oh, yeah. C. Ray Vaughan yeah. but kind of our current time we hadn't seen a lot of people make it out of austin and we just didn't really think that being a professional musician was like a real career path sure our parents definitely didn't think that and so uh, (laughs) we had gotten desk jobs and we were like you know whatever we're gonna play friday and saturday nights and do our thing and then we'll make money during the week to you know afford the hobby well word had kind of gotten up to nashville and um we got a record deal and it was just you know totally from like our demo and so it was one of those things we moved so, up so there. Green so you sent a demo in. Out. You sent a demo in, and, and basically, you know, they they listened to it one time and said, "This yeah, is our guy." Yeah, it was and, almost. Well, like I mean, a, you know, that doesn't yeah. happen very often, right? It was really surreal. So we basically we were playing a lot of you know community events in Austin and all this, and we had a radio station that was supporting us. And the station owner was like, "You know, I know Toby Keith's manager. Uh, do you care <laughs> if I?" Uh, Send your stuff out to him. Wow. We're like, ah, oh, I mean, obviously, See, sure. We're like, around. we got this like, demo, man. He's yeah, like, yeah, that's the ten thousandth time I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> but they said that we were yeah. the first band they ever called back that sent him a demo. So that was that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. And uh, so we got a record deal just like that. We moved to town. Toby took us on the road with him. And uh, I'll say probably the most surreal moment was the first night of the tour was in Virginia Beach. It was Toby's birthday. Um, it's a twenty-five thousand person crowd, which is 
24,999 <laughs> people than yeah. we, more than we've ever played for. And all the military. Yeah, people. exactly. Right? And uh, so Toby comes out, and we had met him for like two seconds when we were signing our record deal, right? It was like a big press release. Sure. It was like they brought the president in the room. Like, we didn't, yeah. you know, it wasn't like we were boys, right? And uh, he peeks at us, like, right when we're about to go on stage. He's like, hey. It's my birthday tonight. We're going on the bus and going to see who can hang afterwards. And Cody and I are like, oh, <laughs> oh <scary. laughs> yeah. oh, And so scary. we're like, oh, my gosh. What? And it was us, Eric Pasley, and Toby Keith. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was a great crew. We got to know Eric a little bit, like one of the nicest guys and one of the Good best people. songwriters in Nashville, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. So we're walking back to the bus after our set. We're feeling like a million bucks because we just played for the biggest crowd of our lives. And our agent kind of pulls us over on the back of the shoulder as we're walking over there. He's like, you see that guy over there? And we look over, and there's a guy sitting outside of Toby's bus, and he's got, like, cornrows and gold teeth and shorts cut off. And I was like, is that Sean Paul? I don't, I don't know, know who that is. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, that's Post Malone. And we look back, we're like, who's Post Malone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Years ago. We go over there, and it's Post and his brother, and they're both – double fisting Budweiser heavies with two cigarettes in each ear and one cigarette in their mouth. And they're like, hey, what's up, boys? And we're like, hey, nice to meet you, man. We, we really had no idea if we are going to have anything in common with him. Yeah. Ends up being the nicest guy on the Absolutely. planet. He Seriously. Was like, he's yeah. like, I'm yeah. a monster country fan. 90s country really influenced me and raised me. And he's like, I, I was, he was like, me and Justin Bieber are playing in the town over tomorrow night. Wow. And uh, which we were like, oh, dang, dude. <laughs> uh, and he was like, I just told my agent, he was like, get me out to the Toby show. And so we oh, hung yeah. out with Post Malone for probably an hour just at Toby's tailgate area. Toby finishes his set. He comes back over. And it's us, Post Malone, and Toby, which is already a crazy night. And Toby's got a couple guys behind him. He goes, hey, boys, want to introduce you some folks. And we kind of look at each other like, all right, how could this night get any better? He goes, <laughs> This is SEAL Team 6. These are the guys that killed Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> and we're like, are you kidding wow. me? This is our first yeah. night on tour. Jeez. So we go up on the bus, and basically there's two handles of Jack being passed around the bus. Everybody's got a cigar in their mouth. SEAL Team 6 all has their beers in the air singing along to every song. And we sing Hotel California with Toby Key singing harmony and playing acoustic guitar, the very first song of the sing-along, and proceeded to probably play for five hours on Toby's bus with wow. Post Malone, Steel Team 6, Eric Pasley, and Toby Keith. And that was our introduction to country music. So when like, you start at the bottom, it's a struggle. But yeah. I mean, I would say the coolest thing that we've gotten to do with Dustin was the black tie Dallas event oh, when we yeah. got to open for Rascal Flats was yeah, unbelievable. Completely I mean, you guys listen, killed like, it too. Like that tequila uh, bar. Oh, uh, we're not gonna hide yeah. the fangirl side of this. Like we've listened to you guys our whole lives, right? Like you guys mm -hmm. are unbelievable. Like our whole growing up to now. I mean, you guys are still putting out multiple number ones yeah. every year, which is. You, well, I think we should get back to that. Don't let me forget this. That we need to talk about how to reinvent yourself and have mm. number ones for twenty five years. Absolutely. That's unbelievable. That's yeah. But getting to go to Dallas. Um, and see the business that Dustin had built in the flagship moving company and then yep. have, be able to open for Rascal Flats there. And this was one of the first times that we got to meet Gary and we're playing our set. We hadn't really talked much and just being the guy he is, being the same guy that got to do the same thing we did coming up with Toby, he comes out with a microphone and sings harmony for us on the last two songs. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I remember if that. you guys have ever heard any Waterloo Revival music, it's fine, but Gary LeVox should not be singing harmony yeah. for us. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Gary's singing back yeah. vocals, I mean. That's what we do, boys, music, man. <laughs> so um, I think that's just a testament to 
how down to earth the superstars in Nashville are. And I think that you become a superstar for a reason because people believe in you and people want you to win. And I think that's what's so special about the country music genre. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, when you're meeting people, people want to give to others who they believe will pass on those blessings. You you know what I mean? Not to the people that are just going to hoard them and take them. And, um, you know, that's why I say, you know, whether no matter what business that you're in, it's all about relationships. And it's all about, you know, going and, and, uh, you know, once you're blessed, passing those blessings on that God's given us and and uh, and that's why we're doing this right now you know today yeah, it's because we're, we're we share all these stories with our good friends around campfires and up mm-hmm. the farm shooting all Gary's turkey and, and <laughs> yeah. uh, white-tailed deer but uh, but you know we want to we want to share these stories with the world because I think it's so impactful and I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned and heck well, a lot of a lot of laughs to be to be had and, and I know in the music business man pe- people they uh, the fans they, they want to get to know you. I mean, they know your birth. They can remind you of your anniversary if you've ever forget. You know what I'm <laughs> so, I mean, they, they want to know the insides of it, you know? Yeah. And it, and it's what's cool is you, now you've got like four generations coming to shows, you know Absolutely. what I mean? And, and they've all got a story of what this song did. Like I said, it goes back to, you know, just cutting great stuff, you know? Yep. Just cutting great stuff. I got a story to tell. So, um, Back to the night that we played in Dallas um, and got to open for Rascal Flats with the Black Tie Moving event. Hold on, did this uh, happen on the tour bus? Yes, it did happen okay. on the tour oh, bus. Oh well, it's a tale from the tour bus. I promise. There's no <laughs> promise. We're talking about fan experiences and doing stuff that's cool for fans and stuff. Um, we Gary invited us to come. Obviously, you were there. He invited all of us to come hang out on the bus afterwards and. Um, part of being a superstar is you get a lot of cool perks. So we go onto the bus and there's 12 large pizzas waiting for <laughs> us uh, on, afterwards, right? That's like, yeah. you know, just oh, gifts yeah. from the venue or whatever. And so we get out there and as all of the fans are leaving, Gary is passing whole pizzas out the window <laughs> of the bus <laughs> to fans as they walk by. Can you imagine going to a show? Stuff will get cold soon. <laughs> yeah. 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 Get them off yeah. They've been in there for a long time. Yeah. they got to be hungry. Yeah. He's like, hell, they're only 10 days old. You know, I was just trying to get them off the bus. <laughs> got these in Portland, Oregon. But, uh, <laughs> They're probably still good. Y'all enjoy it. Yeah. Let me know how your stomach feels later. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's Tom's taste at the top of it. But you want to talk about a fan experience or a story yeah. that somebody Absolutely. can tell? Yeah. You know? Gary LaVox delivered me a pizza from his tour bus. It was amazing. After the show. I didn't even know yeah. about this delivery yeah. service. Yeah. Black tie pepperoni pizza. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love it. Well, hey, uh, last question here before we wrap up. Tell me where you got the name Waterloo Revival. Yeah. Sure. So we grew up in Austin, Texas, and a little-known fact about Austin was it was originally founded as Waterloo, Texas, mm. and they later renamed it. Uh, I actually don't know when. The Austin music scene was so much, you know, in our, our bloodstream growing sure. up. It's the it's the reason why we pursued music. How many names did you go through before you settled oh on that? Oh my gosh! Yeah, like, the worst <laughs> names you've ever heard. Dude. Yeah, yeah. But no, Austin had had up to that point the the moniker of the live music capital of the world it was a city that raised us from 6th street like playing downtown with X's on our hands all the way from high school like Cody and I have been playing together since ninth grade so it was like, a city that really raised yeah, us we wouldn't right? really yeah. be doing music if we hadn't grown up in Austin I really don't feel so it was our yeah. goal to bring current music from Austin to the rest of the world so gotcha. that was like Waterloo Revival well, I love it, boys. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming on the show. And, and man, this is obviously special to us. Uh, we know and love you guys. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're our friends. You're our family. And um, Congrats you know, on the new music coming out. Hey, yep. Thank you. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, we so love you all. Brand new record coming out this summer. Um, Cody and I are super, super stoked on it. 
And um, yeah, thank you to everybody that supported us so far. If we're brand new to you, which we probably are, we're up and coming. Waterloo Revival. Y'all check us out. I hope y'all dig the music. Um, know that Rascal Flats and Toby Keith had a monster influence on us coming up. So mm-hmm. um, thank Appreciate you to those that, guys man. for paying it forward, and hope you guys dig the music. I love it, man. Well, thank you guys so much. Let's let's hear some uh, let's hear some of this new stuff. I'm excited. Yeah. So this is a brand new one, actually. Uh, <laughs> woo! <laughs> <laughs> the first time we have ever played this song for anybody, so um, I hope you guys dig it. And uh, <laughs> no, man, I think that is like the. They feel like we should edit that, but I feel like that's as good. That's a keeper. <laughs> so what I was trying to say is, um, this is a brand new song. First time we've ever played it for anybody. Um, we're really excited about this. this is going to be our new project coming out this summer. Um, this is called Little Slice of Heaven. Yeah. Well, I get out here where the grass grows greener You can see the little dipper, you can trace it with your finger Time moves slower and the tea tastes sweeter If you're falling for a girl, then your mama's gotta meet her It's a map dot off a black top Where you swear God painted the backdrop Just a bunch of boys chasing girls Jack chasing that coke Racing F-150s down the no-name road Blue jean angel with a wild child side Lighting up a small town Saturday night Singing all night long Long as it's a country song when the sun goes down, man, we count our blessings Raise a little hell in a little slice of heaven yeah. It's a country mile long and a country mile wide Round here we like things that money came by Like a backyard brisket and a potluck pie Boot flask whiskey when the cooler runs dry And a map dot off a black top Make you wanna drink it up till the very last drop Bunch of boys chasing girls, Jack chasing that coke Racing F-150s down a no-name road Blue jean angel with a wild child side Lighting up a small town Saturday night Singing all night long Long as it's a country song when the sun goes down, man, we count our blessings Raise a little hell in a little slice of heaven yeah. Alright, this is the sing-along part It's pretty easy, it goes like this Whoa, 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 just a bunch of boys chasing girls, Jack chasing that coke Racing F-150s down a no-name road Blue jean angel with a wild child side Lighting up a small town Saturday night Singing all night long Long as it's a country song When the sun goes down, man, we count our blessings Raise a little hell in a little slice of heaven Little slice of heaven. Whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh. Brand new. Yeah. <laughs> we want to thank all of our listeners for joining us today. We know you literally have a million podcasts that you could be listening to. The fact that you spent your time with Gary and I today means so much to us. So thank you. We appreciate you, and we can't wait to see you next time. <laughs>